Welcome to The Thought Vault, where we learn to unlock our minds to live with more purpose and bold intention. I'm your host, Emily Vermillion. Take a deep breath and let's get started. Welcome, everyone, for this episode of The Thought Vault. We have a guest with us, Ainsley B. Um, She is a podcast host, author, and Enneagram coach who helps young adults discover and rediscover their identity in Christ. So we are going to dive into some personality conversation today, which is a topic I love, and see where that (laughs) takes us. So, hey, Ansley. <laughs> hey, how are you? I'm doing good. So it's funny. I found Ainsley, and I always think it's funny to say that, like, I found you, but I found <laughs> you on on um, Instagram through a Christian, another Christian, like, blogger, um, influencer, and I can't even remember who it was, but I just started following you and I like loved your message and your message of confidence and encouragement and all that stuff. And so, yeah, I just thought it would be a good fit to ask you to come on and talk about some things. Cause this is a subject I love to talk about. Um, and Me too. where it goes. So like I mentioned earlier, Ainsley is an Enneagram coach and that is an awesome tool. If you, if any of you haven't used it, um, I highly recommend it because I think for people who aren't as intuitive about themselves. It's just a wonderful tool of insight. And then even if you are like really into personal development, I just, every time I've taken, I've taken it several times and every time I take it, <laughs> I've gotten a couple different types. And so I think that's why I keep taking it. Cause I'm like, okay, is it good? And it going to be majority this one or that one, but it always does gives me, give me a lot of insight. And it's, it's especially helpful for relationships, I think like, and we're yes. all in some type of relationship in our life. So, so I guess, how do you, um, how do you encourage people to use the test? Like, what do you what do you encourage, why do you encourage them to take the test? Yeah. So the Enneagram is so incredibly helpful, especially when it comes to personalities. It's, it's kind of like a map for Mm self-discovery and personal growth. And then really its power is in its ability to harness and transform like self-limiting behaviors. So I really have experienced the gift of the Enneagram, you know, through self-discovery being, uh, it, it helps me create and sustain meaningful and lo- lasting relationships with others, with God, and with myself. I really think that the more that we discover who we are and how to grow in the gifts that we have and mm-hmm. the um, just the blessings that we have been given, we're able to then pour that out on others and mm-hmm. see ourselves in a different light that we've never seen before, perhaps a more beautiful light and that's my hope, obviously. Right. Exactly. Oh, I totally identify with that. Yeah. I I identify with that. Cause I think just like you mentioned, limiting beliefs, that's such a huge part of growing as a person, because as someone who like, even when I became certified as a life coach, obviously that was a big, big chunk of what I learned about. And even being now in my thirties, which I hate saying, (laughs) (laughs) um, my early thirties, you know, it was still (laughs) eye-opening to realize how many limiting beliefs I had about myself that I didn't even like really recognize. And I agree that Enneagram helps you think about so many different facets of your life that it really does pull out a lot of feelings about that. And you can work from that point and try to get yourself better. I guess. Yeah. Healthier. Yeah. Healthier. Totally. (laughs) A better mindset. So, yeah. So I think it's important. Like a lot of us 
I think we sometimes get down on ourselves and we, when we take these tests, we focus a lot on like our weaknesses. So, you know, how do you encourage people to obviously take stock in learning about themselves, but not get caught up in the weak parts of our personality? Totally. Um, so the, it's kind of funny because each Enneagram type kind of responds differently. Right. Threes absolutely love that they're threes and they take the strengths and they run with them. Right. But like sixes are more focused on the weaknesses than the strengths, typically speaking. Um, so there's different types that I kind of have to focus in on with different things. But I always, always, anytime that we go through a self-discovery, you know, moment, I always want to end with the positive and mm-hmm. be like, no, you this, these are gifts that you have. These are things that we need in the world, right? We balance each other out. They just, I mean, humans in general, mm-hmm. if you will take the time to take care of yourself, yep. therefore you're able to take care of other people and not focus on how, you know, actually I find more that people are focusing on the good and them and the wrong and everyone else. Right. Oh, I totally agree. Yes. And um, it kills me. I'm like, why don't we believe the best about other people? Mm-hmm. But the, how you're going to get there is believing the best about yourself. Exactly. So focusing on those strengths, letting those strengths really sink in, letting the weaknesses sharpen you, but letting the strengths de- like more define you than mm-hmm. your weaknesses. Yes. And you'll be able to really believe the best about other people because you're truly believing the best about yourself. I totally agree with that. And just like what you were, you were mentioning in relation to other, our relationships, um, to other people, you know, that has been what's helped me a lot in doing the personality test and encouraging my husband, especially to take them. Because just like you said, we get hung up on focusing on the weaknesses of others and our issues with them, so to speak. And when we can maybe get an an assessment, quote unquote, of their personality type, it helps us relate to them better because we see like, oh, you're not good at this. So why am I letting that bother, <laughs> bother me so bad? Yes. So what is, So how do you feel about like helping? Have you ever coached couples? Have you ever coached couples with anything? Yes. I love coaching couples. I bet. <laughs> There's so many light bulbs that go off. Uh-huh. It's hilarious. But, but we, we go about it gently. So I just right. want to put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> There is a lot of like understanding. It creates the thing that I love about the Enneagram and just learning more about personalities in general. It creates a compassion and an empathy for other people. Mm-hmm. And you're able to look and be like, oh, this isn't just like some random thing that drives me nuts about you. This is right. like part of your personality. So my job is to love you through this or, or partner with you in this yeah. and, and expect the same in return. Yeah. My husband and I, we, we joke that we're, we could not be more opposite. And even like when we were in college, I think for some sociology course, he was, um, he had taken, or we had taken the Myers-Briggs, you know, Mm -hmm. that one, everyone knows. Mm -hmm. And, um, we took it and literally we were the exact opposite on all four letters, like the exact no way. And so we joke about that because he's like, we literally couldn't be more opposite. I'm like, I know. So needless to say, we've had to really like grow through some stuff and give each other grace and understand, you know, what makes him tick, what makes me tick. Um, and that's been so helpful in us working out 
like conflicts and stuff and just knowing certain things. And I think when you become more aware of what your strengths and weaknesses are, you also can be like, I really, I know that if I say this or approach it in this way, it's really going to bother them. And you're able, I think when you're in the, in the, um, cycle of self-evaluating, you can stop yourself from like just falling into your emotion and really assess yourself. Like, okay, no, this is my personality is to get really aggravated about this kind of stuff or really amped up about this kind of stuff. And I just need to like take a second. And so I think it's helpful because it brings you a lot more mindfulness and awareness to -to day-to-day interactions. Yes. And you realize like on top of what you're saying, this kind of popped into my head. You also know what makes them not receive information well. Oh yeah. That's a big one. (laughs) And then whenever it pops in your head, like, Ooh, maybe I should. So like one thing, I'll give you an example. My dad and I really like to push each other's buttons. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I know what to say. That'll like get a reaction out of him. And he knows what to say that will get a reaction out of me. And so it literally takes me a second. Like I have to make a choice, right? Before I say that, I have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Should I say this or not? Because I know what reaction is. Right. <laughs> yeah. Usually with my dad, it's harmless and funny. But whenever that same thing happens, maybe with a, my husband or mm-hmm. I guess a friend, but I don't really try to, you know, yeah. My friends. <laughs> but <laughs> let's say it's with my husband, I need to check. That's a, that's a flag to say, hey, check your motive here. Right. Are you trying exactly. to get a reaction or are you expressing a genuine concern. That's so true. I know it helps with communication on so many levels. And I've found that to be so like true in my own walk and doing all this personal development. It's just been helpful for me to relate to Adam more and yeah, all my closer relationships. And I think that's important because I think it ties into, you kind of already mentioned like our identity in Christ. And I think um, earlier when you were talking, and I think that's important because if you pull this all together, big picture, knowing more about our strengths and weaknesses, we can really understand more about things we need to come to God for. Like, I know this is something I struggle with, like, please help me in this, in this arena, because I'm not strong in this. And I think you are able to get a more intimate and deeper relationship with God when you can recognize the areas that you need to lean on him more. So how do you speak to that? Or what do you think about that? Oh, absolutely. 1000%. I I truly believe that the Enneagram is useless without partnering it with the gospel. Mm -hmm. If you're just creating self-awareness and not creating change, what's the point? Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And and when you're partnering with the Lord and like he is, it it shows you the gaps of your identity that he needs to fill. And yes, and, and, and it allows you to invite him into those places where you may not have been as aware before Mm -hmm. you might have like, I know that I struggle with this, but like, I don't really know how to put my finger on it. I don't really know how to articulate it. The Enneagram or personality assessments in general will open that door for you. And you're like, Oh yeah, that's what this is. That's what this looks like. Okay. So I'm going to take this to the Lord and be like, okay, what do I do with this? How can I lean on you? How can you fill me up whenever I have all these gaps just staring at me in the face so I can be a better child of God so I can serve the kingdom better so I can be on mission without distraction of unworthiness and just all those lies. You're able to fight those lies in partnership with the gospel because you're like, no, Mm -hmm. I know what the Lord says about me. So anytime that this weakness tries to creep into my mind, I can say, nope, I already have the tools to fight that. That's it. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I know. I think it's interesting when I've coached others, they'll come into the start of the coaching process and have such 
Well, some of them do. Some of them don't. But some people have such a a strong opinion about themselves and like where they're going and what goals they want to crush and like, you know, things that they need accountability for. And sometimes it's interesting when I point out kind of bluntly, like, well, where's, where's God in all of this? You know, um, how is he playing into this ambition that you have? And it really causes them to self-reflect on, yeah, just their personality and different strengths and weaknesses. And I think it's interesting as we turn it back to God and putting him first and our focus kind of being, like you said, gospel centered, our focus being gospel centered. It's interesting to see people's personality traits, like even some of their like strong things, like I'll just use the characteristic of like stubbornness. Okay. So some people are just like really stubborn and they're set in their ways and they don't want to like see a different side to it. But when they start seeing things through God's, through God's lens and how he created them to be they are able to open up a whole different perspective about life. And that is so heart opening and mind opening to them. And you can see their weaknesses sometimes flip. Sometimes their weaknesses can start becoming super strong because they're really relying on God to help them in that in that area that they're facing. And I think it's interesting because some people will get stuck like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm an eight or I'm a one or, you know, I'm a four and they like use it as an excuse. But really when you yes. pair it with the gospel, you can grow. And, and sometimes if we envy traits of other types, we can start having those traits when we're focused on God. Cause he's making us, like you said, filling in those gaps and making us more well-rounded. Exactly. And we always talk about how the Enneagram should never be a sword or a shield. Mm-hmm. So, and, and what you're talking about is that shield mentality where it's like, oh, sorry, I'm just the way I am because that's my type. Like, right. ah, sorry. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, and which is not okay. You want to always be growing, always be evolving, like working to be better. And then the other flip side is the sword. Like you're never to use the Enneagram against someone else where you're like, oh, well, you're this way because you're this type. It's very tempting to do. It's very tempting to do. And if that, if you feel like that's going to cut that person down, you need to not say it. I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. It makes us more, like I said, just more aware of, yeah, what we're, what we're bringing to the conversation or to the interaction and and trying to stay focused on, yeah, what we're saying. (laughs) I think it's just, yeah, building people up and being an encouragement. And like you said, I think it's really neat if you do know another person's types or strengths and, and you're really wanting to connect with them, you can forge such a much deeper relationship when you're more aware of like how they receive information and Absolutely. all of that stuff. So I think it's just helpful to, you know, have, have some aware, like aware, I keep saying awareness, but I think that's like the best word to describe it because it a lot of us are just walking through life and not really being aware, just doing our same old, same old thing and not, not taking the time to really contemplate ourselves or the relationships that we're in and how to make them better. So I think that's just interesting. So I think, um, when we're talking about discovering more about our identity in Christ, like if someone's feeling that way, like feeling kind of lost or feeling, you know, just down or confused or, just a little bit wayward, what would, what would your suggestion be on like their first steps for, you know, getting that, getting that on the right path? So this, well, this one thing is coming to my mind and I'm like, oh gosh, this is like a big one, (laughs) but it might sound a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, but truly my, the thing that I always coach people on is going into the throne room Mm -hmm. to understand the position of your heart. Mm 
Yeah. So I don't know what anybody else's throne room looks like, but mine's like gold everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's like cool looking. (laughs) And I literally, if I'm, if I'm stuck, if I'm in a place like I don't even, sometimes I don't want to even talk to God, but I'll at least go into the throne room to understand the position of my heart. And, you know, that's where I can see if I'm, am I ashamed? Cause I literally, I'm just maybe a very extremely visual person, but I'll see, you know, one time I just saw this, like, I don't know, this stuff over my head. It was like a dirty cloud and it was just like sadness and, and whatever. And I literally just like in my mind, I pictured Jesus, like taking off my, taking that off of my head and replacing yes. it with a halo. And he's like, no, you don't have to carry this because you are my child. Like that is literally something you can just do alone in your room. You know, you just close your eyes and enter the throne room and just see what the Lord is saying to you or what, or just what your heart is saying, what Mm -hmm. your heart is feeling. Um, I, I just think that that the first step is if you're struggling with your identity in Christ is to go to him, to talk about it because you can't wrestle with someone who's far away from you. Yeah. So if you want to fight it out, that's okay. He is saying like, you know, I've done this before. I'll do this again. I will fight for you. I will fight with you. Let's just get into this and figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. And that's really hard. So I would then say, you know, reach out, reach out to someone, whether that's a mentor, whether that's a friend, Mm -hmm. find someone who will partner with you, but they can't be God, right? You you can't go to them for every single thing. For your answers. Right. Yes. You can, they can help clarify some things, Yeah, but that's why the very, very first thing I would do is if you're wondering about why you were created a certain way, go to the creator. Mm-hmm. I agree. He has to say, and then yeah. go from there, partner with someone, then take the next step. Okay. Dig into your personality, dig into all those personal gro- growth tools. Mm-hmm. And there's tons available. Tons. Oh yes. Yes, there are. There are so many wonderful resources. And I think that's always helpful for me too. Cause I know when I'm in a season of just feeling overwhelmed or underwhelmed with what I'm doing in life or just anything. Um, you know, it, I, you always hear people like, I just opened my Bible and like the first thing I read just spoke to my heart and you hear that and you're like, Oh yeah, that's kind of cheesy. But like, honestly, I've had so many of those experiences and I had one of those experiences like two days ago, I was like praying and I was like wrestling with something like, Oh my, I just, I don't know. Like, what am I? putting my energy into this for. And like, it was just a thing that I was praying over and I opened my Bible and literally it was just the most pointed verse that spoke straight to my heart. And it was like, oh, this is why, because it's telling me right in the scripture that we have to speak wisdom in the streets. And I was just like, wow, okay, well that makes sense to why I feel like I need to push forward with this like project I'm trying to work on behind the scenes. But it's just been, you know, I think, growing in your relationship with God requires you to do internal work. Like there's no other way around it. Like to grow in your relationship with Christ, you need to know yourself more because you're able to, like both of us are saying, you've got to be able to have, um, mindfulness and awareness enough to know what you need to come to Jesus for. And like, what you need to lay at his feet. And sometimes our feelings are caused by things that we're thinking that are limiting beliefs. And so you need to bring those before the Lord. Like, God, I feel incapable. Like, I literally feel incapable. Like how, you know, help me understand like why I can't fix this or 
you know, finish this or whatever you're, you're trying to do or understand this. And I think that's so helpful when we recognize that parts of our personalities are kind of keeping us from really experiencing fully a, a much deeper relationship with God, ourselves and people in our lives. Absolutely. We get, we get, the more we don't know about ourselves, the more we obsess about ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's so true. It makes sense. Yes. It's like, we don't, we don't know that we don't have self-awareness. So we're just in our heads all the time mm-hmm. and we're not able to see more clearly, exactly. see ourselves more clearly, see other people more clearly. And man, I just, I just can't imagine being self-aware or, or on that journey without the Lord. Oh, I totally have, agree. You're, then you're just left with a bunch of holes and you have nothing to fill them with. I know exactly. <laughs> and I think it's so interesting because obviously we live in a time, a time in history where a lot of things that we hear on the big scale is like, Oh, well you can do everything. You just need to believe in yourself. You can make the life that you want. And it's all about you, 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 you. And yeah on the surface, you're like, Oh yeah, I'm empowered. I can do that. Da, 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 da. You hear that message and you think like, yeah, that's right. I'm strong. Two hours later, you're trying to think about that. And you're like, wait, what am I going to do about that? And you yeah. feel lost again. So the only bridge to any of that is Christ. And that's the mm-hmm. missing link. And a lot of people's, I think messaging, you know, they yes. don't mention God and he is the end all be all. He is the part that you can't ever try to learn enough about or understand right. enough. Like he, he gives all those empty, all those empty spots. Like he fills all of them, like you were saying. And I think that's important because when we are, when we're going through life and experiencing curveballs that get thrown at us, how we respond to that is largely dependent on what we're thinking about it and how we feel about God in our life. And that really impacts our lives in a big, huge way over the, over the long run. And who knows what we're going to have to experience. So I think it's important that we focus on ourselves a bit in the sense of trying to understand how God created us and then leaning on him for more discernment about it. Right. And, and I'll be the first one to say that that's not easy. No, it's not. (laughs) It's a, it's a big conversation for, for that to even happen. But I will say that if it does feel intimidating, that's normal, mm-hmm. but it doesn't take, you don't have to be, you know, your first step doesn't have to be leading a small group. Right. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Your first step is just, Hey God. Mm-hmm. Hey, like, yep. I, I don't know what's going on here, but we need to figure some stuff out. I'm, I'm a little, <laughs> yeah. and that's scary. You, you think that he's just going to strike you down with a lightning bolt. If you, if you haven't, you know, experienced yeah. him so fully and even if you have, man, it's, there's such a shame cycle that can just happen. And I would just encourage anyone who might be intimidated or might feel shame. Like that is, that's not what he is about. Right. That's He's not, not who he is. That's not his character. He does not expect us to be perfect. And in fact, he made us exactly the way he made us. And it requires us to really, um, lean on him for, I, I keep saying lean on him, but you really come to him with those weaknesses because that is yeah. where he's like, yeah, that's right. This is hard. And let me show you how you are strong enough through me to deal with this. And that's where that intimacy comes in and you being able to understand more about him. And obviously I think the whole process of us being here is to grow in likeness of Christ and Christ likeness. Yes. And so 
when we're able to really come to him with those problems that we're facing, that is, that shows him our faithfulness in him and his, and our wanting him to be a priority to us. And that Mm -hmm. will help our relationship with him flourish. And, and that will subsequently help our other relationships and ourselves as well. Yes, exactly. I mean, you know, that verse about it only takes faith as small as a mustard seed to move mountains. Mm -hmm. Well, that mustard seed is so tiny. So if anyone feels intimidated by that, just know all it takes is that mustard seed. That's not a lot. It's not not a lot of faith for you to see a huge transformation. I think that's a wonderful place to end. So I have so enjoyed this conversation because I think it just really, you know, it's just something that a lot of us don't take the time to really think about because we just get caught up so caught up in our lives. And until we're like faced with a hard situation, it can kind of be very overwhelming. And I think, you know, the encouragement today, you know, in this message is that it's okay to just lay it at the feet of Jesus and come to him. Um, you know, start there, like Ainsley said, with bringing it to him and hearing his, you know, call on, on your heart and what he's saying to you and, and whispering to you and um, mm-hmm. opening your Bible and reading that. And then from that point on, if you're still, you know, if you're needing more discovery and stuff, tools like the Enneagram or yeah. tons of other types of assessments are out there that can help you really dive into those parts of your life that and yourself that you're just not really thinking about or haven't really addressed yet. And yeah, you can see tons of change, tons and tons of change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So Ainsley, tell us where everyone can find you and what you got going on. Yeah, I'm everywhere. I'm <laughs> all over. I'm online at AinsleyBritton.com, Instagram at AinsleyB, and TikTok is Enneagram and Chill. Cool. I know. I've I've been so intimidated by TikTok. I was really excited when Instagram came out with Reels because I was like, okay, I know how to work Instagram at least. I can like try this, but yes. I love watching TikTok videos. So they're and, so fun. Yeah, it is. Okay. Well, thank you guys for joining us on this episode of the Thought Thought. And until next time, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans twelve two. Go live with bold intention. Bye for now. <laughs>